everyone. I am so thrilled that my husband has agreed to do a podcast episode with me today. And the topic is, does your racket matter? So Mike, why does your racket matter? Yeah, thank you for having me on today. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Well, your racket matters because it's the uh, only real piece of equipment that you have in your hand on a in a tennis match, right? So uh, it's not like in golf where you have uh, a lot of different clubs to choose from, you know, depending on what you're doing. Um, in tennis, you have one piece of equipment that you use for every part of the game. So you've got to be able to serve with your racket. You've got to be able to hit forehands and backhands. You've got to be able to volley. And uh, you have to do all these things with just one racket. So uh, obviously the racket is, uh, is very important. Um, people, you know, put a lot, of, uh, a lot of their identity into their rackets, I think. And, uh, and yeah, so it's definitely, you know, one of the most important pieces of your, uh, of your tennis game is your racket. So it's not a small, you know, a small thing to decide which, which racket to get. Okay. Well, what racket did you start with and do you have any recommendations? Well, when I started playing as an adult or restarted playing as an adult, I went to play it again sports and I bought a couple of old used rackets for uh, two for 50 bucks or something like that. I was still a student, so I was, I was on a tight budget. Um, so I think I bought, they were, uh, they were a head, a head racket and I bought those and played with them for, um, a good, a good, uh, maybe, uh, 10 years until we were sort of getting back into it seriously as, as adults again. So, um, it was a head, um, orange racket that, uh, I think it was originally promoted by Andre Agassi, but, uh, you know, it, it served me well. I played with friends in school. I wasn't playing in any kind of competitive leagues at that time. And, and uh, it was a good racket. I I do remember though I broke a lot of strings with that racket for some reason. Every every couple of weeks I would break a string. There was something about that racket that just shredded through strings for some reason. But uh like I said it was it was cheap and they were used in fine condition and and uh, they never broke or caused me any problems. Um so I played with those for for a long time. Recently after you know, after getting back into adult tennis, I was taking a lesson with our pro and, uh, and she recommended I try out her racket during a lesson. Um, and there was something about that racket that was a lot different than my previous one. And, and, um, and I remember hitting balls back to her that all of a sudden were dropping in with a lot more top spin and, and just much more power. Um, and, uh, and she basically took my old racket and, threw it in the trash and said, uh, this is the racket for you. So, um, so her racket is the one that I use and it's not, you know, it's actually an older, an older racket too. Um, you can't there, they've been discontinued, but, uh, but I was able to find a set of them for sale still in new condition, um, with the plastic on the handle and everything. Um, just like you were buying it new from, um, from a guy that I found on, on eBay who sells, uh, sort of older lines of rackets. Um, uh, so I've bought, I bought four of those knowing that I probably could never get another one of those rackets because they don't make them anymore. Um, so it's also a head. It's called a, a head rave, I think is the name of it. I've never heard of it and never seen anybody else have it, but, um, but our pro used it and, and she let me use it one time for a lesson and yeah, it worked great. So I moved over to that one. Yeah. I started with a Prince racket. I think that I used in high school and I'm pretty sure I got it from target 
And then I think when I started as a 2.5 and 3.0, I used Babolat Lite. And then after that one, I used the Babolat Pure Drive. And I think I'm looking for another racket now. So what things should you consider when looking for a racket? Yeah, there, there's a lot to a lot to think about, right? So some of the main specs that that people look at in in shopping for rackets are their um, the the size of the racket head. That's kind of the, the first obvious thing. Um, bigger bigger head sizes are more geared towards um, beginners or um, people who need sort of extra power. I guess the the bigger the bigger frame sort of gives you a lot more power. You don't have to swing quite as hard and have quite the best technique you usually have a bigger sweet spot you know those can have like 115 square inch head sizes and 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 those those head sizes go down as you get to sort of more advanced um, rackets that are geared towards more advanced players they have smaller sweet spots and they might be down around 98 square inches or sometimes less than that but i think um the, the standard head size that most people play and in the USTA world that we play in is 98 or 100 square inches. So that's that's one thing to think about if you're getting your very first racket, starting to play tennis, um, you probably want to lean towards a larger racket. It's just more forgiving. And then as you develop your skills and consistently hitting the sweet spot, maybe you get a smaller head that's more dialed in with a smaller sweet spot. But when you hit that smaller sweet spot, it's really, really clean, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's one thing to think about. And another is weight. It goes sort of a, a similar to head size. You get a, a lighter weight racket or usually geared towards um, beginner players. And it's easier to swing a lighter racket. Um, then as you get to, to be more advanced, uh, maybe you need a heavier racket to feel like you have a little more, um, a little more power to stick uh, a harder shot. So, um, so weight is another important thing. And weight can vary from like... Your Babolat Light was, I think, eight ounces, and maybe yeah. some of the heavier rackets out there now are are twelve ounces or, or more than that. So those are a lot heavier than, than what I use. Yeah, and I thought a light racket was really helpful for me when I was playing really really long singles matches. Like my singles matches would last three hours because every shot or every point would be fifty shots. So that was very helpful for me to have just a light racket to hold on to because I was out there so long. I think a lighter racket can be an advantage in in a lot of ways. I think uh you know at least in in 40 where I play I, some people tend to think that they need a heavier racket just because that's what the pros do and they're you know they think of themselves as advanced players and um and so a heavy racket is more like what the pros do. Uh, but you know to be honest uh, a lighter weight racket gives you a lot more freedom to have those longer points and and you know without wearing out your arm uh, as much. So I think weight is just you know, one of those aspects that you can probably just um, go with whatever is comfortable and and get a normal kind of a mid range weight. You could you could do anything you want with that. There's a few other things. There there's grip sizes. You have to sort of get a size that that fits your fits your grip. One other aspect of rackets is their string patterns. So my my old head that I had had a very sort of dense string pattern. So the strings that there were lots of strings going up and down the racket and across, um, those are the mains and the crosses. They were, they were something like 18 mains and 20 crosses and it ends up being very dense. Your strings are very close together and the little squares between each string, um, you know, are, are real small. My racket I play with now, 
I think one of the reasons I get more spin is because those spaces are, are bigger and farther apart. There's fewer strings. There's only 16 mains maybe and uh, 18 crosses or something like that. So the strings are more spread out. So I think as you look at, you know, if you want to, to develop more spin and you don't have the best technique like us, we're, <laughs> we're not pros. So the, anything that the racket can do to help you get more spin will, will be helpful. And I think, um, String pattern is an important thing to think about. A more open spring string pattern, I think, helps you get more spin. And then um, there's a few other sort of really technical aspects around how the racket's balanced and how flexible versus stiff it is. But again, if you're just looking for a racket to get you started, I don't think those things are that important. So there's a lot of there's a lot of information on every racket. There's lots of reviews and lots of technical specs. I think if you focus on sort of the head size and the weight, maybe on the string pattern, those are the three things that probably get you, you know, 95% of where you need to go. Yeah. How long does a racket last? Racket, racket lasts as, uh, as long as you have confidence in it, I think, <laughs> or as long as you don't smash it on the ground and, yeah. and break it. <laughs> so uh, I, I think there's... There's some theoretical, I guess, um, lifetime to a racket. You know, the, the more you hit the ball, it, it deflects a little bit each time in theory. And, you know, if you string it multiple times, you have to put new strings in it. That puts some pressure and strain on it and flexes it. And I think in theory that causes some of the, you know, some of the racket composition to maybe, you know, get a little bit weak and maybe it's not as, as, uh, as nice and, and crisp as it was when you first got it. But, um, you know, I think for us, we're not hitting the ball so hard that, that we're destroying these rackets. They're not turning into spaghetti noodles on us. Um, so I think pretty much as long as you have confidence in your racket, as long as you feel good about it, uh, your racket will, will be there for you. I think there is something to it though. If you start losing faith in your racket <laughs> and you start blaming every sh- bad shot on, on it, um, you know, maybe it is time for a change. So, you know, I mean, I think you've got a really good racket. It's served you really well, but you know, you're also coming up to higher levels and maybe you feel like you need something different. And, and, uh, so, you know, I think, I think there's no, there's no shame in uh, shopping around for new rackets. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. That was the last question is when do you need a new racket and when can I get one? Yeah. I oh, you can get one anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you know, like, I think you just need a new racket whenever, um, you know, whenever you feel like your game has uh, come to a new level. So there is definitely, you know, I think, as you progress from uh, from an early beginner, um, just starting your tennis career, uh, and as you move through, you'll probably switch rackets more frequently than maybe someone like I do. I feel like I've basically plateaued now at my <laughs> level, and uh, I'm probably not going to get much better. So I don't really need a new racket unless it's just for uh, you know cosmetics and uh, and maybe just to try something new, try a different feel, um, because you know there there are very much different you know, aspects to every racket, they all feel very different. So, um, so there are, there are differences And you know, if you're shopping for a new racket, I guess the, you know, the best advice is go to your local, local tennis shop, um, and ask them if you can demo a few rackets and they'll, they'll usually give those to you for free, um, for a week or, or 10 days or something like that. You can take the racket home with you and play with it, hit, hit with your friends and play, even play matches with it. Um, and see how it feels. Uh, and, and that's probably the best way to, you know, to, to shop is go to your local, local store and, and, uh, and work with the, the, the local shop owner there. And they'll usually point you in the direction of, 
of something that fits where you are in your in your tennis career. So that's uh, that's probably the best way to find one. Yeah, and if that doesn't work, you can always try Tennis Warehouse. They have yeah. a demo promotion where I think what is it? You pay twenty dollars and you can try out for mm-hmm. rackets, and then that goes that credits to your if you buy the racket there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that works great if you don't have a local shop nearby or if you, they don't have the selection that you need, then then yeah, that's that's definitely a good option. So, yeah, there's lots of ways to uh to uh search for rackets and and lots of lots of good rackets out there. All the all the big companies are that you know, they're all they're all good solid. So, yeah, it's uh it's fun to search for new yeah. rackets. I think I I just I shop even though I'm not in the market. I just like to look and see what's what the new paint jobs are and what the new specs are and things like that. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me tonight. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank and you. if you guys have any ideas of what racket I should get next, please email second serve tennis at yahoo.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Mm-hmm.